Hey everybody, this is a podcast for me. A podcast for me. Maybe for you. Who knows? I recorded this um, on a Thursday, uh, November 2nd, 2017. And uh, this will be the second podcast of the week that I've done. And um, I'm trying to evolve as a podcaster. I got um, the first one, I didn't really know what I was doing in the sense, like a, a test run a couple times, but then I was like, you know, this is, this is, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to do this trial by fire, you know, because I, I would test it out, and I'm like, yeah, it's okay, so I figured I'd do one, and then figure it out from there, and as I was listening to myself, I noticed that uh, something I do that I didn't notice until listening to podcasts, which I recommend everyone try and do a podcast, listen to themselves, see what uh, how they sound. Because I noticed that I breathe a lot. My big mouth breather. I'm like, <sighs> that's all I hear when I listen to my own podcast. I also, uh, I don't finish thoughts well. Like, I'll, I'll start with a thought or a tangent. And uh, I'll even think of counter things in... Like counter subjects or like maybe like an opposing point in the conversation I'm having with myself but it's in my brain so like I don't really finish up a thought and uh, yeah it's a real strong learning process I, I messed up the editing on the last episode I did something where I was just trying to um, try to edit the intro in and ended up editing the whole thing that sucked and I, it's, everything was like a lower, lower sound. I just got water, so I'm all winded because I'm, I'm so out of shape. It's the craziest thing. So I noticed I've, I've, I've grafted a, a format here. I, I grafted. I mean, I uh, listened to my other two podcasts and figured I do have a bit of a format. What I've been doing is I, I've been reading the news, <laughs> and then um. And then I go from there on some kind of wild tangent, some nerd tangent. And, uh, whoa, stupid article. It's the problem with the news, like, they, 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 they blindly put these videos in you. They don't warn you. And I, I hate the idea of the news being videos, because I think you consume way more knowledge, like, just by reading it. You just get the gist of it, because the news isn't really in-depth. It really isn't. Most of the news is like something died or some explosion or something really sad happening with a kid dying or something like that. And then it just goes into detail in the sense of like, oh, they died, blood everywhere. This person's sad, that person's sad. That's about it, really. There's no real resolution either. Like, it should be person caught killing a kid. And then you can go into detail that way. But no, the headline is kid dying or some, some whack shit like that so let's get into some news uh, so I'm like looking at some news right now uh, let's see what's, what's this is Alex Wubbles Utah nurse arrested for doing her job which is $500,000 settlement now which guys don't know or maybe you do know is that this nurse I guess was like not drawing blood on this passed out victim 
And the sheriff says, I want this I want this blood. I want this these specimens so I can prove that he's doing drugs or whatever. Like I guess that's a I guess that's a thing where cops like if you're in a car accident, they gotta they gotta see whether or not you were on drugs or under the influence, so they need the specimens and such, which I get, but I guess in um if the, if the patient can't give if is uh, out like asleep or in a coma or like unconscious, they can't get the sample without the uh, patient um, signing consent. So what the cop did was trying to try to push his way in, and he was like, I, "I want that blood. I want that. I want. Well, I guess it's just blood. I guess." And uh, she, I guess she called her supervisor. And her supervisor said, he, "You can't if you can't get consent, you can't do it." And she even said, "I won't." So he's trying to force her to do it. So what's he do? He grabs her up and uh, starts trying to arrest her, and yanks her up and puts her in a in her car. And it's all recorded. And it really sucked seeing that, you know, watching a cop. You could tell, you could just tell by the video, and this is not out of context, that he really was getting fed up with this lady telling him what he can't do and this dude seems like he doesn't like that at all so he exerted his his power over her and uh put her in a cop car and such and you know you can kind of tell how quickly he did it how fluid he did like he didn't even think about it he just went and did it he didn't even care if people were recording he just did that and that means that he probably does that a lot and this is the one time they did catch him more to the point, the news story says that she, they reach a settlement. So I guess she tried to sue, and uh, which she should have. Like, I mean, this guy did something to her that will echo for an eternity. I mean, he yanked her up, put her in a car. She's just doing her job, and this guy had to, you know, pose his will on her. And uh, she's going to think about that every day of her life. I mean, that sucks, you know. Uh, she should have sued that dude for millions of dollars. And I can't see a jury being like, you know, I'm totally thinking this lady's a bitch. You know, I can't see, I can't see a jury doing that. Because anyone who watches that video, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's all there, you know, that, that this guy did something wrong. So she should get everything she asked for. But they probably did some talking to her. And uh, she probably just backed down and then uh, just took the, the settlement. Less less trouble, I guess. Which kind of sucked because I wanted her to take them apart, take all that money. Man, she said she could donate some of the money. Ugh. Nah, you earned that money. You don't need to donate it. More power to you, but you should have got more money. This guy's life it should be ruined. I mean... The, the way he used his power. And you know what's weird too is see this is why people hate cops. They should have violently went for him because it seems like they're part of the establishment. They're part of the problem because, like yeah, they fired him and that's it. You know there should be more. There should be criminal charges and stuff. And it took a long time for this to go down. Like it's a, if you want to seem like you're not part of the bad guys, you should get rid of the bad guys so you could be a stronger force unity as it were I mean this dude obviously exerted as well and other cops know what's up they know what's they know the the nitty-gritty behind the scenes 
they could have been like, yeah, you fucking took it too far. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to destroy your life. I'm sorry, but probably he would have ratted other people out. I guess it's less trouble. Which you know, truth of the matter, I mean, that's how corrupt that shit is. I mean, if I was at work, I get, I guess, I get, I guess, I'm not. And there we go, not finishing a thought. But I was thinking, if I was at work and somebody did some hellacious shit, should I not be like? totally not like for that and against it and pursue it just to show that I'm not part of that I don't know your guys' thoughts you say you're at work and one of your co-workers fucking beats on a person or does something like just, just punches a kid in the face no reason just to do it I mean if you just do something as like hey yeah we're gonna have to let you go I mean doesn't that make you look bad? Just, just that, you know. Maybe you should do criminal charges. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just want blood. I just, I have an affinity for this nurse, you know. I'm in the medical field. It would suck if like a cop opposed his will on me. I hate that. I hate that idea of someone bullying you. This is not a great, good thing. And we just let that shit happen. Yeah, she got 500 grand. That's cool. But I mean, this guy should have been held on criminal charges. He, he arrested her for no reason. And yanked her and put her in a car. I mean, we should really set him as an example. Because this is the one time you caught this. I mean, can you imagine how many cops out there are just doing this to an extreme scale? I mean, it's got to be gotta be a lot. But everyone's got their cell phones now, so maybe maybe, uh, maybe that, that shit will stop. Squash that shit. But then, you know, it brings me to the, the thought process of the church. You know, the Catholic church. They had these guys raping kids and uh, that's a thing you can look that up but that's a thing that's quietly hushed and the pope not this one but the pope before him knew this and what's it what does he do uh I, I don't, i'm gonna retire i mean you're the like top of the the top of the chart over there you're top of the food chain you could have done something and it, lo it looks like as they looked into it he just kind of moved them around and such you know, I mean, man, dude, he raped kids. They ra they raped kids, and then they just get moved around, and then it was quietly hushed. I don't know. It makes you guys look bad, and that's primary. I think that's the primary reason why people are like, you know what, churches are bad. Da 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 da. You know, and like religion unto itself. I mean, like if you if you if you believe in something more than you, I mean, that's that's not that's not a bad thing, but you get into a group. And part of your group members are thinking, oh, I believe in a power more than me, but I'm going to get with this kid. I'm going to do some things to him. I mean, I'm not, okay, say, okay, All right, I didn't finish the thought, but I want to I wanna reframe this. There is only 10 people in the world, and you're all about uh, God, right? And two of them are raping uh, two other members, maybe. Are you going to let that stand? I mean, you're just going to let that happen? You're like, oh, Bob's just uh, raping Sam over there. I'm just going to let that happen. I mean, no. you just stop it. And, uh, I mean, that's just common sense. I don't know. Some people just become numb to doing good things, I notice, in this world. Maybe that's just America. Maybe, maybe, maybe people in harsher times are more pure than that. And they just don't let bad things go down or maybe they do I don't know Ugh. I think it's like a I think everyone should smoke more pot maybe 
Maybe that's it. Find your dose and get there. And then have like an experience. Alright, cool. So, enough about that. Let's, let's read this other headline here. Two U.S. warships had deadly crashes this year. Here's what the Navy says went wrong. I was supposed to read this actually. But I think I just brought it up because um, I was in the Navy. We never crashed into anybody. Man. Ships be crashing. I remember reading about this too. Collision. I, I have to say though, I remember when I was in the Navy, ships did crash into other ships. That You've heard about that. But it wasn't in the news like it is now. So I wonder if this is a thing of there's just more news in the world or maybe I'm more attuned to it. I don't remember seeing this in, in any kind of news outlet. And now it's a thing where they're talking about ships crashing in, the, in their ship. I mean, like, that shit just happens. This is more people in the world. That's all that is. And, um, really, I really thought I could bring out another Navy story. Let me think. I remember when I was in, um, was it China or Singapore? China. China was pretty bad. So, not like Chinese were bad, but China, China had a lot of ships around in, in there as we're pulling in a port, and what happens when you're on a, on a ship, well, I was on a submarine, so maybe things are different on a surface ship, but on a submarine, like, what they do is they look at other ships, so they try not to hit them, so they're just tagging these ships, right, this ship is here, da-da-da-da, this ship is here, da-da-da, as you're pulling in a port, so you don't crash into these ships, and it's, it's a bit of an ordeal, it's easy when it's like Guam, like one or two ships are around, oh, there's a, there's a, uh, tugboat and watch out you know that kind of thing but there there's like a little ship little ship little ship medium-sized ship it's like a high trade route i mean a lot of bad things can happen and we're just a tiny little sub i can't imagine a huge ship like a like a like a carrier or something like that i don't know if they were pulled into china but like i mean like a huge ship trying to avoid all these tiny little ships especially in like areas where it's like high fishing community like maybe japan or the philippines I don't know. It's just rough. This is rough. Um, I'm not going to really get into details of the story because I, I didn't really read it, which I should have. Uh, and I find the story boring. So there you go. <laughs> Moving forward. Uh, ah, here we go. I should have read this too. But I remember reading part of this article. Trove of bin Laden documents reveal Iran's secret dealings with Al-Qaeda. So the gist of it is um, bin Laden was getting with uh, Iran, doing some things, and uh, why, why, who cares, like, <laughs> and, like, we all knew that, you know, and, and nothing's going to happen, like, with the headline, if, if anything, if this was to be a headline, it should be, uh, America finds out Bin Laden and Iran are doing some things, we go to war with Iran, or something, I mean... If you care, then you do something. If you don't, then don't don't report it. Why is the, what's the point of reporting it? Just so you know, make a book. <laughs> but like, yeah, so you so you know they were together. Who cares? They said they weren't. Who cares? Because you're not doing anything. That's like saying um, uh, somebody guy some guy stole from your wallet and you just don't do anything. You're just reporting it. Oh, well, make sure not to. Oh, put my wallet out there so he can steal it. No, motherfucker's going to steal it again. That's what he's going to do. Iran will do what it's going to do. That's just the way it is. And they report these news. 
Another news, water's wet. Man of Steel quote right there. Oh, Yahoo Finance. I didn't go there. I went to... So we got... I got another article here. Avengers Affinity War takes inspiration from heist films. Now this might lead into a nerd tangent, but let me let me let me drop some knowledge on you guys. So you got the Infinity War or what have you. And in the comics you got this guy named Thanos and he gets these uh these rocks called the Infinity Stones and what they do is have powers. Like you got a you got a red gem that's the power stone and that gives you like infinite power. And then you got, like, empower in the sense of, like, you can throw, like, beams of energy and destroy planets. And then he's got, like, a mind gem, and that's, like, you know, he has, like, super psychic powers, and, like, he can move things with his mind if he wanted to. All that stuff. I mean, so he's got these this Infinity Gauntlet. What he does is he wages a war against uh, life because he's all into death. So, so I guess in this universe you got death as a person. And he is in love with death. So what he does get these stones and kills half the universe. And so uh, people from Earth, for some reason only Earth is the only one who can mount a, a defense, goes to attack him. And then there's other people playing, doing their thing too, Adam Warlock and such. That's pretty much the whole thing. Like trying to get this guy who has this gauntlet of power. They end up getting the gauntlet in the end. But... Uh, that's it. I mean, that is it. That's the story. I mean, there's more. There's like a lot of little intricate things in there, but that's the gist of it. And then, so I read this article, and it says, Avengers Infinity War takes inspiration from heist films. Now, you don't really need to read it, but basically, there it's going to be how Thanos got the gauntlet, which is irritating to no end, because in the comics he just has the gauntlet and then he just does his thing and then later on they make a comic how he got it called Thanos Quest and he, which is a pretty cool thing onto itself it just shows how clever he is which I think they could have redid and made better it's how he tricks people he gets a gem it's like a video game he gets a gem and he uses that gem to get another gem and he tricks this other guy I mean it's, it's, it's a lot of that you know it's pretty cool and uh Finance, finance, finance. Oh, that's weird. And um, that's, that, that's the gist of it. And so they're going to make this into how he, he gets the gems and from there what he does with them, which all in one. I, I guess you have to do something like that. You know, see, the thing about the Infinity Gauntlet is when you open the book, it's just Thanos. And then... Um, he just has the gauntlet. They don't explain how he got it. He just has it. And the main narrative is what he does with it. And and that's it. Done. You know, it's like nothing nothing else. And then you're not try you're not reading the story on like um you're just reading a story as is. Like he's doing things, people are fighting him and that's it. It's pretty good. And then you, like, after you watch it, you're like, oh, I wonder how he got that gauntlet. I wonder how this happened and how that happened. And then you have, like, you know, Thanos quest and what have you. And why couldn't they have done that? Like, he just has the gauntlet. And all the nerds around the world be like, how did he get it? And they could come up with their own YouTube videos on how he did it. And things that, they could have generated more content. But it seems like 
Uh, they just need to spoon feed people, spoon fed people, spoon feed, spoon fed. I don't know. But that's about it. Uh, plot, because people can't just handle mystery. They have to know everything. Kind of like the Force, you know, in Star Wars. It had to be metachlorines. He had to explain the Force. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so there you go with that. Um, I don't know. I was just a little irritated about that that they did that. You just can't, just can't, just can't make things right. I'm gonna watch it, of course, and I'm probably gonna like it because it's gonna be good. But it's not quite gonna be the Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War. Infinity War Two unto itself was the second uh, book of Infinity Gauntlet, if I'm not mistaken. It was, uh, I guess, everyone had a clone, and everyone's a bad guy. It's ridiculous. All right. So let me prove some Yahoo science. Any anything good in science? Nope, nope, nothing good. Most of it's like tech and uh, this new thing. Plain sized void discovered in Great Pyramid scientists. And then it stops there. And maybe there's planes and pyramids. I always thought that the pyramids like are just monuments that they made and they had cities like ours and then a catastrophe happened and those cities just died off but the pyramid stayed like I mean like in a in 2000 years or 5000 years from now will this uh, will buildings be there or won't, won't it be dust in the wind I'm just good for thought I always thought that we were in kind of a repeated loop throughout uh, human civilization we come up with the cities and nukes and everything and then we kind of some catastrophe happens and we kind of reset. Well, here's good. Scientists now claim aliens might be a lot like humans. Yeah, they, that's clickbait for science. Seems like science news is more about clickbait. Like they want you to click on it so that you, I mean, just so they can advertise. Really, it's nothing really interesting. Like, what about like people? Inventing things. I guess people don't invent things anymore. Well, people don't want to die, probably. Yep. And that is it for... Elon Musk says his traffic-busting tunnel from LAX should be 17 miles long in a year or so. So I guess he's making a inner tube system. Like a subway. That Elon Musk, man, he just he just does things. More nuclear war talk in the science part. That's smart. And that is it on that. Tyler Gibson threatens to quit Fast and Furious franchise over Dwayne Johnson. Ah, uh, if you ever watched Fast and Furious, Tyler Gibson's that uh, black guy with the really white teeth. And um, I guess he wants to have his own franchise, and people are like, nah. And um, man, really, I don't. I don't think people. I don't watch Fast and Furious, but I don't think people watch Fast and Furious just to see Tyler, Tyrese Gibson. I kept saying Tyler. Speaking of which, I noticed this uh, in my last podcast. I kept calling Stranger Things Stranger Days. I noticed that I just make. I just. I don't get names right <laughs> when I'm talking. Maybe I'm flustered, but I don't get names right. For instance, um, I listened to the Big uh, Big Bad uh, uh, Breakdown. Big Brown Big. 
breakdown, big brown break breakdown. It's hard for me to say. And I said I called him Brian Schwab when it's actually Brandon Schwab. And it's funny because he does have another podcast called The Fighter and the Kid, and that's uh, he's with Brian uh, Callen. And I've I confused all that all that jibber jabber in my head. And speaking of not finishing thoughts, I don't care about Tyrese Gibson and his extra movie. about it on that alright so let's break out some nerd stuff so I've been watching this show called Star Trek Discovery and I'm a big Trek fan holy shit am I a big Star Trek fan and I've been watching this and I would review each episode one by one but I think I'm just going to review this uh, last episode I just recently seen and it was called uh, Choose Your Pain no I'm joking it wasn't Choose Your Pain it was a uh, how did they? It's like a long name. Something about a magic guy goes wild or crazy or. It's a long name. Okay, here we go. Magic to make the sanest man go mad. That is a long name. And in this episode, maybe I should break down the characters because I haven't really talked about it. You got. Okay, alright. Let's break it down. Your main character, which is weird because Star Trek really never had a main character, but this one does. Uh, you got Michael Brunham which is a lady and uh, she is a human being who was raised by Vulcans who are like super logical and that's her thing and she gets on this ship and she does seven years on it and uh, some bad things happen and uh, her captain who she, she like considered like a mother dies she ends up killing this one like important guy uh, of Call, uh, I can't remember his name, but he was part of the Klingon Empire, who who is the main baddie in this uh, whole entire show right now. They're the main bad guys. And by killing that guy, it'll perpetuate a war forever, or something like that. So she killed, she killed that guy. And um, you got Michael Brunham, main character. So she gets onto this ship called the Discovery, and... Uh, what this ship is is like a black ops ship that can uh, go anywhere in the universe in an instant. You know, there's like a bunch of stories that lead into how they do that, but that's what they do. Um, okay, so you got this other uh, character, Saru. He doesn't really have much in this, this this episode, but Saru is some kind of an alien who was working with Michael Burnham back in her other ship, and he blames her for the death of his captain. He's super jealous of her because she's awesome. And he's part of some race that can sense uh, the up sense death coming. So he's like a real like fearful guy, which is cool because uh, he's not quite a coward, but it's in his genes to be a coward, and that's what makes him really cool. The Saru. That's what I like about him. He's a tall dude, tall alien looking dude, and in his genes he is like like fearful, like just genetically fearful. But it doesn't seem like. He lets that hold him back. It's almost like a like a handicap, but he pushes forward. Uh, you got this other guy, Paul Stamets, 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 and uh, he went a bit through a, a bit of a character change. Uh, he he's the engineer of this whole uh, ability to warp anywhere in the universe. It's called uh, spore warp or spore tech or spore spore warp. I don't know. Spore drive. That's it. Spore drive. And uh, he, he's in charge of that. He invented it. 
and uh, he figured a way how to use it. He uh, injected some kind of stuff inside of him, and uh, so the, the, the spore drive hooks up into him, and they're able to warp to any universe. So originally he was a bit of a dick, like, uh, like oh, arrogant and pompous, and, and that's who he was. Then he got injected with this, uh, this alien DNA, which makes him connect to these magic mushrooms. This sounds stupid, but it's, it, it works out in the show. <laughs> magic mushrooms. And now he can warp around the universe. And he's just a real chill guy because he's high off of mushrooms. And he exists outside of time somehow. At least his brain does. I don't know. And you got Tilly. Uh, Sylvia Tilly. Uh, she is a... I guess she's like a rookie on the, on the ship. And she's the roommates of Michael Burnham. And she's a real quirky. She's a real cool character. She's real layered. Super, super quirky. Not really, I don't know, uh, confident. But then again, in a social setting, and I'll, I'll come up with this in the episode, she, she she really is like, like, top dog. She knows what she's doing. She's playing beer pong and flirting with dudes and just knowing when to back off in situations. Yeah, my guy, I like this guy, Captain Gabriel Lorca. He's the main guy, main captain. Not the main guy. And his deal is uh, when the war started, uh, his ship was attacked, and uh, he has a deep, dark secret. He uh, destroyed his ship rather than let his uh, crew get killed. Or um, not killed, but rather his crew get captured and tortured. That's what the Klingons do. They, they torture you. They make you choose your pain kind of thing. That's his thing, and he seems like a bit of a like a anti-hero because he wants revenge and he'll get it any means necessary. But he, it seems like he cares for people, but I think that's just a justifying what he does. He just kind of like uh, says, "Yeah, I did this for you, but I need you happy because you you, you helped me out." That kind of thing. And um, let's see here, any any there's a bunch of other characters, but they're not that real. Not that important. They're just not. They're in there. You see them every once in a while, and that's about it. So with uh, with the, this episode that I watched recently, um, magic makes the madman sane, crazy person. Magic to make the sanest man go mad. All right, and this is cool because a lot of people were complaining about this show being um, story driven. <laughs> Why would you? Why would you be? Why would you be mad at that? But I guess it has a like a, a progression. Like each episode was leading into the next, and um, you have a main character, and things are just kind of revolving around her. And the thing is that nobody liked that because in Star Trek, really, it's uh, each episode does not lead into the next episode. You have your um, exceptions to that rule, but. For the most part, you can watch any episode out of order, and a, a thing happens in, in the story, and then uh, and and that's it. And there's a conclusion. It's like its own little like a novel. But uh, it's, so far, the show hasn't done that, which is pretty cool. I like how it's going. But this episode, onto itself, could be an episode out of the order because it really is just its own thing. Uh, so. But you do have to see the other episodes to have context of what's going on, though. That would make sense. So you got this guy named Mud. Uh, he comes onto that ship, <clears throat> and uh, he kills everybody, like, viciously, too, in this really goofy outfit of his, like a rabbit outfit. 
he comes out of this uh, so maybe I should start from the beginning they're having a party things are happening uh, all of a sudden there's a big whale in space and I guess it's an endangered whale in space and they gotta like transport it to a, a I guess a facility to for extinct animals and uh, they do that turns out it's a trap some rabbit looking dude comes out of the out of the mouth of the whale and starts killing everybody maliciously and then he blows up the ship and then it repeats and so this episode just keeps repeating itself with little differences here and there and as it turns out mud has the ability to reset time uh, like within a 30 minute span so every 30 minutes the ship explodes and it keeps resetting uh, time and so mud's like learning how to take over the ship and how to and what to do with that because uh, his his goal was to sell that ship so I don't know how many times he kept repeating time but he uh, he I wonder if that repeats just time around that or is it time ever, forever but anyways so he just tries to figure out what the ship is what's so special then he figures out how to control it and then to send it to the Klingons who he's wanting to sell it which was a kind of a weak point because I mean they they tortured Mud in the last like two episodes ago I think it was they tortured him for months and uh, uh, for some reason he wants to go back to him and sell to the Klingons of all the people to sell the damn ship to what Klingons they might kill him anyways that's what he's doing so there's a little wrinkle in all this. It's uh, it's uh, Stamus, I guess uh, the engineer who uh, can like talk to the mushrooms or whatever. I guess his brain exists outside of time, so he understands that time is repeating itself. So he's trying to get Michael Burnham to figure. You know, he go. I don't know why he goes to her. Maybe he considers her to be the smartest. So he keeps going to her, and keeps telling her how to telling her about the time loop. He explains it every time, and each time he gets faster explaining it. And he's you, help you trying to get her help to stop this whole thing, which they do. They come together, and um, each iteration they get like closer and closer. And eventually they just trick them. They trick uh, Mud into stop the time thing, and ends up shirking him off to his ex-wife. I, I I don't know why this is a thing, but. I guess they tricked him into thinking that he was talking to Klingons, but in actuality he was contacting his his wife that he was all about. He was throughout the whole episode and before when he was getting tortured, he was like, "This guy, uh, it's like, I did this for my wife, and I, she, I they took her away from me." And, uh, but it turns out he's just selfish, and he took her money and uh, ran away. That's what he did. So he got they got her, and she's still into him. And she has a dad who's super rich, which is weird. In Star Trek, money's not a thing, so I don't know how understand how he's rich. And he says, "You're not gonna have to worry for anything because I have money." And, she, and, and that's it. He kind of, and it looks like he's not happy about that, but I guess he's gonna live with her for the rest of his life. She ain't bad looking. I mean, he's rich. I mean, fuck mud. What a good happy ending for the guy who kills people maliciously, and he also kills the main captain for like a billion times they even show a montage of him dying which is hilarious I can't believe they did that that was the first time ever in Star Trek they did a montage of someone dying <laughs> so um, that's about it in, in the that's the main plot but there's also a bunch of subplots like for instance uh, 
uh, Michael Burnham. I guess he she digs uh, the this guy named Ash. You know what? I didn't even explain who Ash is. Ash is like uh, I guess the captain gets captured and he's getting tortured. And there's this guy named Ash Tyler there. And he and I guess he was getting tortured. And uh, the captain saves him and makes him his uh, security officer. And uh, he it's totally shady. He looks like he's going to be a bad guy in the end. But I guess he's pretty cool. And I guess Michael Burnham, of course, likes him. You know, he's going to be a bad guy. That's happening. She likes him. And she doesn't know how to uh, tell him that or show that because she's always... She's, she's raised by Falcons. They're like logical and they have no emotions. So how do you show love when you're never taught how to do that? So she feels awkward around him. And it seems like Ash likes her too. And uh, that's a thing. And they kiss in one, episode, in one part of the iterations of repeating time. But that doesn't really mean anything because that gets reset. Well, that's about it for subplot. Interesting though, that Stamus guy, man. This guy, they can't. I can't just be using him for traveling anywhere in the universe. <sighs> that doesn't make sense, because in Star Trek, I mean, they don't have, like, a, like this is a prequel to all the other Star Treks, except for Enterprise, but, like, they just, um, they don't have this technology in the future of Star Trek, so they, they can't just be using the Stamus guy for traveling anywhere in the universe I mean and, and more to the point why, why is it they're just traveling with ships their weapon should be based on that they should like fire a torpedo and that just teleports inside of a ship and they explode I mean hell their phasers should do that like you can even have tranquilizers that teleport inside I mean they, there's so many ways they could go with this I mean I don't know well that's Star Trek in a nutshell and that's uh, Star Trek Discovery I strongly recommend watching it, especially from the beginning. It's really good. It's uh, captivating, as it were. Um, all right. Well, if you have any comments, suggestions, or thoughts, you, you want to shoot the breeze a little, you could uh, throw me an email at podcastforme at gmail.com. I'll read your email online. If I get like a, or not online, but uh, on the podcast. But if I get like a hundred of these things, let's be real, that's not going to happen. But if it does, I can't read a hundred letters. I'll just get the tidbits. So uh, you can find me on iTunes. I've just now figured out how to work this iTunes thing. So it's all about refreshing your RSS feed, which is a thing. I didn't even know. I thought podcasting would be way easier than it is. And uh, you know what? I didn't get onto any kind of philosophical thoughts or anything like that. I just kind of rattled off about news, and that's about it, really. I just rattled off about news. Uh, yeah, maybe I should end this. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, stay frosty, stay peachy, and uh, you find me on iTunes, SoundCloud. I'll probably load it up on other things too if I can. And. Uh, what what is it again? Podcast for me at jo- gmail.com. My podcast for is F O R, not the number four. All right. Uh, have a good day. Everyone say awesome.